Welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine. I'm Foster Brown. That soft, sweet summertime sensation, better known as DQ or Dairy Queen, has been a favorite diversion on the American road for almost three quarters of a century. In the fall of 2013, I traveled to downtown Joliet, Illinois, to visit the site of the very first DQ in America. Our spring 2015 issue is dedicated to the oldest things along the American road, and this certainly fills the bill. My tour guide was former Joliet City Manager Thomas Thanis. And while our tour had to be virtual because the building no longer housed the original Dairy Queen, it was conducted alongside a very real Route 66 in downtown Joliet, Illinois. Join us as we find out more about the birth of this icy American road icon. This podcast is made possible by the 9th Annual Red Carpet Corridor Festival, coming May 2nd and 3rd. The festival traverses 13 communities from Joliet to Tawanda in Illinois along a 90-mile stretch of Old Route 66 that collectively celebrates the Mother Road. Each town puts together its own events for the weekend, making for a great shopping and sightseeing experience. Gather the family and take a trip down memory lane. Towns in Illinois include Joliet, Elwood, Wilmington, Braidwood, Godley, Braceville, Gardner, Dwight, Odell, Pontiac, Genoa, Lexington, and Tawanda. Visit www.il66redcarpetcorridor.org for full details. We're also sponsored today by Libby County, Florida. Isn't it time you found your next natural adventure? Come explore, relax, refresh, discover. Libby County, the heart of Florida's natural paradise. It's waiting for you on the Gulf Coast, 103 miles north of Tampa. Visit Libby County during their Watermelon Festival in Chiefland, Florida, June the 6th. It will be a wonderful way to start your summer. For more information, visit www.visitnaturecoast.com. Libby County, Florida. This time, American Road Trip Talk, we are traveling to Joliet, Illinois. And in Joliet, we're finding out something about a delicious American treat, uh, kind of part of summer now for America for many, many decades. And it all began here in the city of Joliet. And with me to talk about that is uh, Thomas Venice, who is the city manager of Mr. Venice. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I'd like to be here in downtown Joliet. First of all, let me say, Joliet, as I'm traveling through it, is a remarkable city. It it has an elegance to it, an older elegance. I've never been here before, but it's really a neat town. It's the fourth largest city in the state of Illinois. Uh, we're only about 45 minutes from downtown Chicago, but Joliet has grown up on its own and has been a major commercial center uh, for decades and really uh, a wonderful community to live in. Well, a, a little background then on Joliet before we talk about uh, the original Dairy Queen, uh, kind of teasing them on that. Um, I was it that brought Joliet into existence? Actually, it's uh, presence on the Desplaines River and uh, Louis Joliet, uh, Joliet, I believe is the proper pronunciation, <laughs> uh, was here at a very early stage and uh, helped settle the community. And uh, it's grown from the river out and became a major commercial center uh, in the 1800s and then kept growing into uh, what it is now 150,000 people mm. uh, with uh, major tourist attractions along with major uh, destinations as far as uh, businesses. It may not necessarily be one of the tourist attractions because uh, the building uh, where it began has changed, but let's talk about this place as the birthplace of Dairy Queen. How 
did it start here, and when did it start? It started in 1940, and it was really the uh, soft-serve ice cream uh, life that started uh, in Kankakee, which is a town that's about 45 minutes away from Joliet. Uh, somebody uh, decided to bring that product to Joliet and started to market it through a company called Dairy Queen, or a business called Dairy Queen. And uh, next thing you know, uh, it takes off and becomes a very popular ice cream treat, or at least an alternative to traditional ice mm. cream. And then next thing you know, uh, Dairy Queen starts branding itself, and uh, corporate America starts taking over. Wow. So did the, was the process of producing this uh, creamy ice cream rather than the hard solid cream, was that something that, that was unique to this particular brand? You said it began in Kankakee? Yes, it actually began in Kankakee in 1938 and uh. then was brought to Joliet, but the branding of it as a right, Dairy Queen right. product started here in Joliet, which is also on historic Route 66, which we're right, right by it right now. Right. Route 66 is a very important part of that. I kind of think of Route 66, you'd have to have ice cream close by because people traveling would want to stop in for something like that. Absolutely. It fits with, uh, you know, the iconic uh, uh, image of Route 66, oh, and yeah. we're very proud of that. Uh, we have a, a local historical museum that's the site of the Route 66 experience, and many uh, travelers, including European travelers, come to Joliet from Chicago as they start the transcontinental uh, journey from Chicago to Los Angeles. Yeah, I understand that. Well, let's talk a little bit about... The, uh, a little bit further about the uh, the DQ that began here, or the Dairy Queen that began. Uh, it was 1940, uh, before World War II began here in the United States. The process of doing that kind of soft-serve ice cream had begun in 38 in Kankakee uh, and, and had come here. Who was it that brought it here and, and, and you know, took it from there to the rest? Yeah, it was a family. I believe it was called a family called uh, Noble that started the process. And uh, I believe from there uh, it was picked up by others. And uh, it was probably one of the early franchised operations. Ah. And I think that the name started to grow. And then by the 1960s, uh, you saw Dairy Queens uh, going throughout the United States. Yeah, I understand right now there's like uh, 6,000 of them around the world, including China and Saudi Arabia. Now, China, Saudi Arabia, I can understand. Yes, and actually we, we've worked very closely. Closely with uh, the uh, folks at the Dairy Queen Corporation out of Minneapolis. Uh, we invited them here in 2011 to celebrate uh, the uh, plaque that was installed in front of the original Dairy Queen, mm -hmm. and they've been wonderful to work with. Uh, they've helped us celebrate the site of the what's grown into a major multinational uh, company. Now, we should tell you folks, if you come down here, you know, to, uh, if you really like DQ and you want to make, you know, a pilgrimage here, you're going to find that the building, which was built in 1895, is still here, uh, and there's a plaque in the ground and one on the corner of the building that identified, but there's not a DQ here. Uh, there there are DQs in Joliet, oh, but, yes. not, but not at this location. <laughs> uh, we certainly encourage the uh, corporate uh, folks to to consider uh, reclaiming yeah. the building someday yeah. and putting another uh, Dairy Queen in, because we'd love to see that happen. Oh, we're, we're talking, by the way, with uh, Tom Thanis, who's the city manager here in Joliet. Am I seeing that there's kind of a renovation going on of an older downtown here? You mentioned kind of reclaiming it, getting it back? Yes. We have a central business district that has grown up on the river uh, that was mm -hmm. actually uh, right. uh, traversed by Louis Joliet going back uh, many uh, centuries ago. And uh, what we've done is we've repositioned downtown Joliet to become a tourist destination. Uh, we have the Rialto Theater, which uh, seats about 1,800 people. Mm -hmm. uh, that has uh, big-name entertainment from all over the world coming in. Uh, People like Seinfeld and Bill Cosby and uh, wow. uh, Tony Bennett are here on, on a 
regular basis. Mm-hmm. So we're very proud of that. There's also a, a riverboat casino that's in downtown Joliet mm-hmm. that brings a lot of people in, provides a lot of entertainment uh, for folks. And then we also have the Joliet Area Historical Museum. Uh, we also have a, a minor league baseball stadium that's been built in downtown Joliet. I did see that, yes. Yes, and uh, that's actually the site of the high school baseball tournament every June. So we're proud wow. of being able to host that where we have eight teams coming in from all over the state to uh, enjoy Joliet and play some great baseball. Now, let's get back to this kind of quickly before we wrap things up because you mentioned that we are close to Route 66, historic Route 66, the Mother Road. Uh, where is the museum? And tell me a little bit more about the museum you said that has some of those things that will help people find out more about Route 66. Yeah, the museum is actually on Chicago, I'm sorry, on Ottawa Street, uh, actually right where uh, US 30 uh, bisects uh, uh, the uh, uh, Route 66. Uh, Route 66 and US 30, which is the Lincoln Highway, it's the only place in the United States where the Lincoln Highway meets the Mother Road. Oh, wow. And uh, two transcontinental roads that uh, meet right at our historic uh, uh, museum. So we're very proud of that. The museum is only about three blocks away from the original Dairy Queen. Uh, it's a v- very busy place. As a matter of fact, uh, we're hosting a uh, witch's night out tonight. Uh, <laughs> so there'll be about a thousand witches uh, flying around our museum tonight. Well, it sounds fascinating. And folks, if you are coming to Joliet, there's lots to see here. It's a city really uh, that is re birthing itself in many ways so you can look around and see things that are coming back and uh, be sure you stop by to see the original, the plaque where the original DQ was Dairy Queen that is, and but also check out that museum. Tom Fenders thank you very much for welcoming us here to Joliet. Thank you very much we, we're thrilled to have you here. We hope that you've enjoyed our podcast brought to you by the Illinois Route 66 9th Annual Red Carpet Corridor Festival May 2nd through the 3rd and by Levy County, Florida's Watermelon Festival June the 6th Watch for our next podcast as they appear on our blog page at AmericanRoadMagazine.com. You'll also find a wealth of information waiting for you on our homepage, like itineraries for your next trip, sweepstakes, special bargains, and so much more. Until we meet again on the next American Road Trip Talk, look for us on Facebook. This is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.